0: This is Resonance. is Jose Castillo, and welcome to episode number four of Resonance, a music and sound diplomacy podcast that explores the history and cultural significance of musical exchange across the globe. The series seeks to highlight the impact and potential of music diplomacy initiatives at the state and non-state levels, and to strengthen the case for music is an important tool for cross-cultural communication in the arsenal of public diplomacy. Playing in the background is Sunlight Spread a classical piece that draws elements from Mexican son huasteco music. This piece is a great example of cultural amalgamation present in musical traditions and it was composed by today's guest Derek Spiva. Derek is a composer, conductor, musician and teacher based in Los Angeles who integrates musical practices from cultures around the world and his work with classical music communities. He is the artistic director of LA-based orchestra Bridge to Everywhere a music collective that strives to build bridges between instruments, genres, cultures, and people by celebrating diversity through interwoven musical traditions. I briefly met Derek last November when the West Eastern Divan Orchestra performed at the Walt Disney Music Hall, and Derek gave the pre-concert talk. It's a pleasure to have you on the show,
1: Derek. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: So, Derek, let's talk about your musical journey and foundation. I understand you have studied... uh, You've studied and teach, Ghanaian, Balkan, Hindustani musical traditions, um, which you now incorporate into your own compositions. Correct. Yes. Um, how did this come about?
1: So uh, when I was a student at uh, uh, UCLA, the wonderful rival to All right right <laughs> school <year>, here, <laughs> um, uh, I uh, was uh, you know I went in as a, a composition major. Um, in the music department, but um, one of the things that really piqued my interest is when I was uh, at the school, uh, walking the halls to go practice my instrument or or write in the practice rooms, um, I often heard, you know, these wonderful sounds coming from different uh, performing ensembles that were part of the ethnomusicology department. Mm -hmm. Um, The uh, Balkan Music Ensemble, there's a Bulgarian women's choir there at the time when I was there, um, there was a Ghanaian music and dance um, uh, class, uh, performing class, while I was there, and there was also a um, uh, Hindustani classical um, music program while I was there. The primary element of uh, Hindustani classical music that I studied while I was at uh, uh, UCLA was um, uh, tabla, which mm-hmm. is the the rhythmic right. uh, side of uh, Hindustani classical music, which is very complex. Yes. Very, very, yeah, the whole thing is really complex, but the rhythm by yeah. itself is also another kind of complexity. Um, and so uh, for me, um, that, before I got to use it, when I was in high school, uh, the only types of uh, experimentation that I heard where people were interweaving um, uh, musical traditions was in film scores. Mm-hmm. And so I had stockpiled this huge amount of film scores and I was always interested in how, how, how can we make like all of these, these different uh, cultural traditions uh, musically the the, uh, these musical cultural traditions like fit together because it seems like whenever they, whenever I heard them put together, it would just sound so beautiful and there, there, there must be some way to explore that more often. Um, without it being in the service of a film, right? But more of just for artistic sake, uh, just for music's sake rather, um, um, rather than just uh, supporting the picture. And so um, I kind of continued my studies, going to California Institute of the Arts, and they have a really big uh, performing uh, program that uh, encompasses Hindustani classical music. Um, uh, there's uh, a lot of Ghanaian music Indonesian Gamelan yeah um, I think they might have Javanese too I'm not quite sure uh, but there's a lot of different cultural representation uh, uh, cultural music re- representation at CalArts as well
0: and who are the teachers there I, I, th- I read somewhere that you uh, studied with uh, Swapan Ch- Chaduri
1: yeah. yeah so he teaches he tabla he teaches there right yeah he teaches can you, can you tell there. us who,
0: who he is for the because our, our, our audience they are definitely music fans but they're um, more uh, coming from from the cultural diplomacy side. So just
1: if yeah, you could sure. explain that a little bit. So Swapan, uh, he is uh, like a world renowned tabla player, mm-hmm. like a really in the in the world of like tabla and in, in Hindustani classical music. As far as percussion goes, it, it's here him and um, another name that people may recognize, Zakir Hussain, mm-hmm. um, who does a lot of uh, he. Does a lot of tabla work around the world, but very, very like, like one of the old kind of, uh, um, not necessarily really old, but like the guy is just renowned for right. his tabla playing. He used to play with Ravi Shankar, mm-hmm. and, um, and uh, you know Swapan actually recently won an award um, uh, for his contribution to the arts uh, in India. Oh well, um, and I, I I think it was given to given to him by Uh, the president, Um, and uh, a really, really special thing. It was like a couple of days ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, very recent. I can't remember exactly um, who gave it to him because I I remember I just saw it uh, a little while ago. But um, the man is just an amazing mind uh, when it comes to Hindustani uh, classical music, uh, especially on the tabla. Right. Um, yeah, I, I have one of his one of his albums, and I pull it out like once a month, and I'm just in shock. Every time.
0: So you were learning from from the source, right there.
1: Yeah, it was him and a couple of his uh, 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 a couple of his um, students, graduate students as well. Like mm-hmm. Randy Gloss is another uh, one of his students who's had a profound uh, effect on my on my career. Wow!
0: Have yeah. you had the opportunity to visit India?
1: I have not, not yet. I've been to Ghana and I've been to yep. Vietnam, and i I'm I'm, I'm still like I got to get over to India. Cool, yeah. <laughs> cool. Because uh,
0: I understand that the, uh, the musical traditions there they're, they're separated by
1: north and south. Yes, right? yeah. So in the south, the 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 predominant style is uh, Carnatic mm-hmm. uh, music, and in the north, the predominant style is Hindustani music. They share a lot of the, they they share some things. There are some th- there are obviously things that are completely different about the two different styles, but. They also share some things as well. They share like some rocks and right, right. some thals, some uh, rhythmic cycles and stuff like that. But they sometimes counted a bit differently in some ways.
0: And I think their music is somewhat related to their religion as well, right? It's all interwoven into their culture. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it is. That's, that's very interesting. Yeah,
1: and, and then I think, you know, what's amazing about it is even with that aspect of it because there's like similarities between I- inside of the music, like technically speaking in the music, you can still find like berdungan players will play something with a doublet player, yeah, you know, That's or, great. or like, there's still like dialogue and, and yeah. sharing of, of, uh, of, uh, artistic, uh, information and just kind of, um, musical collaboration.
0: Cool. Yeah. yeah. So th- would you say you feel, now that you've studied these these uh, styles of, uh, styles and traditions of music, that is, it's easier for you to communicate with people of those cultures. Um, even though none of, I don't know if you uh, speak any other languages, but
1: yeah, no, I don't. I I definitely don't speak any of the languages. Uh, but um, but what I've found is is when I talk to people about uh, their culture and their music and um i mentioned to them some of the terms that i'm familiar with some of the styles that i'm familiar with because i i never want to kind of approach them as an absolute expert in the matter because i you only have so much bandwidth as a person to right. kind of understand deeply like all of these different styles um so so i definitely wouldn't say that i'm an absolute expert on 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 these this music but i have enough knowledge to where I can sit down and have a conversation with somebody about the, the music that their culture has produced and really let them know like how much I truly care about their contribution to the music of this planet. And, 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 um, and for me, like that's, that's how peace is made when you let people know that they matter, you know?
0: And, uh, for our program and, um, for uh program in in public diplomacy uh one of the elements that they they try to uh, uh reiterate all the time is listening and yeah. listening is applicable to conversations but obviously to music it's it's half of what music is it, it, or more i mean you can feel it i guess but um they uh they yeah they definitely reiterate Listening in order uh, to achieve understanding. And that seems to be uh, very predominant in your work. Um, You're kind of reminding me a little bit of uh, uh, John McLaughlin's uh, project, Shakti. Are you familiar with it? (laughs)
1: It's amazing, (laughs) amazing project. (laughs) takate takate petakachon ta takate jonne takate jonne takate 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 jonne takate takate jonne takate takate jonne takate takate jonne 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 takate jonne
0: takate jonne takate jonne takate jonne takate jonne takate jonne takate I, I like how it starts, I think, with uh, the Tala. I think what they call the, the Konakol, but that, I think that's yeah,
1: the, the, the... the that's the uh, Carnatic. That's the Carnatic, Carnatic one, yeah.
0: right? You're more specialized in the Hindustani, the North one? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cool. I mean, I know I know a, a bit of Carnatic stuff, but I, I wouldn't go out and, you know... <laughs> and re- recite, <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I've been
0: following on Instagram. There's a lot of... Uh, uh, I guess yeah they're musicians but their specialty is uh, just reciting these so they it's yeah, like they, they have all these videos. The they, like, they, glucone, yeah, uh, I exactly. don't even I wouldn't even know how to stank. Yeah
1: yeah they recite a lot of the tal it's the, the, tal, the tal, right? tal um um and that recitation is they're all like syllables that could also easily be played on an instrument. Beautiful. Um, yeah. the, they 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 would just translate it to an instrument and like everything would be there. I think Someone did it with the Fibonacci series or something oh, recently, wow. where they they put doll and rhythm to that the the that particular geometric mm-hmm. uh, shape. And right. <laughs> and it, it was just amazing, and it totally worked. Yeah, it gets really like yeah mathematical, cerebral, and ma- progressive. <laughs> but then it's also just rhythmically like pleasing. It's right. Just like whoa, that just sounds cool.
0: Yeah, just sounds good. It, it really blows my mind that that yeah. uh, meters so intricate are, are just like part of culture. And some timbers are just like the way that people are used to praying. Like, for example, the gamelan orchestras, those timbres
1: oh, are gorgeous. so beautiful. And, and gamelan is a perfect example of an orchestra that's not Western classical orchestra. Mm-hmm. But it's a different kind of orchestra that also relies on the cohesiveness of every member in that group. Because there are instruments that where um, you know they have ensembles there where it's like a husband and wife or a brother and sister right. that have been playing next to each other for their whole lives because their patterns are interconnected they they have to be playing on one on a, on a particular beat right. uh, in order to create like, this melodic shape this melodic line right. and some of the lines get so fast that you have to be able to feel the rhythm of the person next to you in order to execute in order to like create this amazing tapestry of sound and so what ends up happening is is there's this real there's this real kind of magic of community mm-hmm. that has to be developed in the ensemble in order for everybody to really play together and right. it's it's extraordinary Great. Yeah, I, I, when I was playing gamelan at UCLA for some time, I played with my wife, and she sat next to me on this uh, this instrument called the Rion. Mm-hmm. And the riyang has like a lot of hocketing and you know uh, rhythms that are stacked up next to each other. And so I'm able to sit there playing with my wife, and she's playing on one side of the beat, and I'm playing on the other. And then like we kind of work Cold, everything yeah. out so we can kind of create this 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 shape, this melodic line that fits into this other melodic line that fits into another melodic line. Right. So it's like, it's an amazing experience.
0: Yeah, that's it. a good segue to, um, I wanna talk about your uh, musical exchange work with Bridge to Everywhere, mm-hmm. in which every, all of the musicians there need to collaborate and just yeah
1: work with the music. Yeah. Um,
0: can you tell me a little bit about yeah, Bridge yeah. to Everywhere?
1: So that clip that you played from the, the, the piece Sunlight Spread actually starts out with a Turkish oud solo. Right, which is like called it like a toxin, mm-hmm. and um, uh, the the the, the uh, oud player Dimitri is like this amazing guy, right, and um, he's also in Bridge to Everywhere, but the piece starts out that way and then it ends with this son mm-hmm. uh, influence, right. Um, so you have like. Like Turkish, like American stuff in the middle, and which is American, it just means everything, right? Right. And then like this kind of heavily, heavily uh, 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 Mexican style influence towards the end, and um, that's like analogous for like, or just an example of of the kind of work that Bridge to Everywhere does. Uh, we play music that interweaves all these things together. And then we want to, when we approach performance, we wanna make sure that the music is representative of the people that live in our community. Mm-hmm. And so that anybody can come to our concert and feel like they have a stake in that music. Because that's one of the things that, that, that most people are so angry about most of the time is that they just don't feel like every people are acknowledging that they matter, mm-hmm. right? And so that's what Bridge to Everywhere wants to do musically is just let everybody know that they matter. And right. one of the ways to do that is to is to acknowledge their voice in 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 the performance in Great. the music. Yeah, yeah. Well um so the musicians for Bridge to Everywhere there are there
0: they're mainly American, or they're kind of from all over?
1: Um, well, they, they kind of come from everywhere, but mm-hmm. mo- most everybody's based here, here right? in the United States. Um, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's uh, we have uh, a Hindustani vocalist, uh, Siley Oak, who's uh-huh. an amazing vocalist, and she sings with us often. Like I said, Dimitri is playing oud with us. We have a, a cellist, uh, Chris Votek, who studied Hindustani classical music and has adapted it for cello he's playing with us um we have uh uh, wonderful violinists uh rachel iva and yvette uh, holsworth a fantastic flautist who does improvisation on her flutes um uh, rachel malice the the executive director uh, Philip gralty he also studies different kinds of, of guitar playing from throughout the world um the bass player Marquiteres plays upright bass but also does electric in most multiple, m- multiple styles. Uh, the percussionist Great, yeah. yeah, percussionist James Waterman um does all kinds of percussion styles and Randy Glass as well plays with us uh too. Great, yeah. So everybody's everybody's able to like everybody's able to code switch. Cool. I don't know if you've ever heard that term. No. So I like it though. Yeah, so code switching <laughs> is usually a um it's it's mainly used in linguistics uh-huh. to describe an event in which somebody is speaking in one language when they when they're talking to you when they start the conversation but throughout the conversation they use words and vernacular from a different language right okay. and then may even end the conversation in a completely different language so what's happened is they've they've code switched yeah um and so I like to take that linguistical term and like apply it to bridge to everywhere and apply it to my composition style. I, awesome. I'm a code switcher for, for music.
0: Yeah, you can totally hear yeah. hear the code switchness in your yeah. music for sure. You remind me of uh, um, Dave Fuschinski. Fuch- Are you familiar with him? No. Dave Fuschinski. But you know what? That name sounds familiar. I guess he goes by Fuse, too. He used to be oh, the yeah. guitar player for Screaming Headless Dorsos. He's a professor at Berkeley School of Music. But he, he describes himself as a hunter-gatherer mu- uh, musician. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I, 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 I hear your music. It's just like grabbing little elements. Yeah. But I really like that you have taken all of the education and the time to get it right, study it. And yeah.
1: Well, the la- yeah, the last thing I want to do is like culturally appropriate.
0: So right, exactly. Yeah. So you're definitely emphasizing that aspect of listening and understanding. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Yeah, we're going to play... Um, Prisms, Cycles, Leaps. Um, so just to wrap it up um, I have one last question before I let you go do you have a message for let's say scholars and practitioners of cultural diplomacy or music diplomacy who uh, travel abroad and use music uh, as a tool for communication do you do you have a a message for uh, for the people in general to start utilizing music as a tool of cross-cultural communication Like like you said before music like we know I, I'm a musician as well I, I understand that music can create bridges can, can, can bring about peace and communication um, do you have a message for people that are not convinced of this?
1: Yeah I mean the real message is is to let people know that they matter um, and when you you know how do you do that? Let them teach you about themselves Right and then that's going to show them that you're willing to sit there and listen and and therefore acknowledge that they matter because you don't know what's going on in their lives. You don't know what their hopes and dreams are, and so you're going to sit there and you're going to listen and you're going to ask. And, you know, for a lot of people that get discouraged, you know, somebody say, oh, well, if somebody's got a gun, you know, well, if somebody's going to pull a violin out, what are they going to do? They're just going to shoot through the violin and kill the person. Yeah, that's correct. That, that's, that's probably what's going to happen. However... If communication was good in the first place, then nobody would have brought the gun. Right, right. So that the whole thing is is let's communicate first, because then we don't have to do any gun toting, killing anybody or any kind. Of, that's that's crazy. Uh, and so that's you know that's that's the deal. I, communication is the strongest part. The communication is the tip of the spear. You don't want to get to the back, right? And you they say even that music predates communi- uh, language. Yeah. So there you I go. mean, they, I they, you know, just you got to let people know that they matter. You got to let people know that they matter. If people don't feel like they matter, they're going to they're going to raise hell. Beautiful. I
0: yeah. just want to thank you in advance for I know it was a hectic drive here. Um, oh, no thanks worries. for the music and we're um, where can we hear more of, of your stuff for our listeners?
1: Uh, you can go to my website, com. There's a bunch of stuff up there. i got to upload more stuff to SoundCloud. Just type in my name and Google. All kinds of stuff will come up. You can go to Bridge to Everywhere. All kinds of stuff will come up. We're going to also start linking to some. Each of the Bridge to Everywhere members also have, like, their own projects going mm-hmm. on. And so we're going to start linking to some of their work so that there can be, like, a good kind of network of, uh, of um, folks to kind of listen to and check out. Right. Yeah, because I'm not the only one code-switching in classical. There's a, a good handful of us, and I yeah. actually started a, a collective, the Code Switch Collective. Oh, there and you there's, go. Uh, there's some classical composers that are doing similar approaches, and we're all kind of in the same cool. same little collective. I'm
0: going to so. start using that term now. Great.
1: It's good, man. It works.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for your time, uh, Derek, and uh, hope you have a great evening.
1: You do.